Welcome to Face the Climb podcast with your host, me, Jen Camille. I'm a strength coach for climbers and outdoor athletes and founder and owner of the online training business, Face the Climb. This podcast is an extension of that business, and we dive into topics all about strength training, lifting, the benefits of lifting for your climbing and your outdoor athlete pursuits. But we also dive into why lifting is so beneficial and why you should be adding strength training into your life because it's not just a phase, it is a lifestyle and the benefits go far beyond just improving your performance. If you're looking to find more information, you can check out the blog on facetheclimb.com backslash blog. And you can also give me a follow on Instagram at face the climb. Now let's dive into today's episode. All righty, welcome back to Face the Climb podcast. I am excited about this because I'm gonna kind of do something a little different that I have been doing. I'm gonna do a little series for certain climbers of certain climbing grades and things that I would go back and tell myself when I was climbing at that grade and also things that I commonly hear from climbers that are climbing at said grades. And this will just kind of be hopefully helpful for you if you are climbing at those grades and speak to the struggles that you may be having, the feelings that you may be having around it, because there is common, there are common things for when you are climbing at certain grades, things that you could work on to help you progress, but things that you may also be thinking that other climbers are also experiencing. But also realize a lot of these things that I will mention, especially when it comes down to the things that you are feeling and the emotions that you are having, they go along with every grade that you are at in your climbing career, okay? So you could be a V0, V1 climber, and experiencing the same emotions and mental thoughts as a 513 climber. I think that that does get lost, and it is very true because I do hear these same mental and emotional struggles from V0, V1 climbers as 513 climbers that I know, and we are all human. I think that we cannot forget this. So we are going to experience the same things no matter what level you are at. But with that being said, there are also specific things that you may be experiencing depending on the climbing level that you are at, along with certain things that if you focus on certain things at a climbing level, it will help you progress. Because if you're at the V0, V1 level, your training and things to work on to progress to the next climbing level will be very different than that of a 513 climber. But do realize that you are that a V0 climber and a 513 climber, there is a crossover between the mental and emotional struggles that you are having. I do want you to recognize and do understand that, okay? But this episode is going to be it is called Dear V0 V1 Climber. So it is going to be geared more towards if you are climbing at the V0 V1 level, and I am going to be doing one for ropes as well, but I'm going to go all the way up to V4 V5 Climber and then through V11 Climber. Now, will these be set out one after one another? Probably not, but it is exciting and I am excited to be doing that. But in good old Face the Climb podcast fashion, we need to go over 
Craig Snack and Coffee. So this Craig Snack, oh man, this is a funny Craig Snack. It actually came about from running into two of my friends, Abraham and Cove, at Chatfield Hollow in Connecticut, and they were eating canned corn. Oh boy, yep, their crag snack was canned corn, and Abraham is a big fan of the canned corn. Understandable, you know, canned corn. You can't go wrong with it. It's in a can. And and the key here, the key here is that it needs to be a pull tab. So then you do not need to bring a can opener. So make sure when you're going to buy your canned corn for your crag snack that it is a pull tab tab. Okay. I did not ask them what their favorite coffee was, but I will let you all know that today I had Trader Joe's instant cold brew coffee with oat milk. If you have never had the Trader Joe's instant cold brew coffee, it is top notch. It does not taste like most instant coffee mixes. It is definitely a step up. And what's so great about it is it's for cold brew. So all you need is cold water, maybe throw some ice cubes in, and then just pour it on in, and you have instant cold brew. It is delicious. With a splash of oat milk, mm, count me in for it. Maybe next time I'll bring that instant cold brew with my uh, canned corn there, and it will be a good time at the crag. So let's get into the rest of the episode. And do realize these episodes will probably be a little shorter than the normal half an hour. They're probably going to be closer to 15, 20 minutes. We're going to keep them nice and short and sweet and to the point, and hopefully you find them helpful. So let's get into it. So this one is Dear V0 V1 Climber. I think it's very important to note that you may just be starting out if you are at this level, or maybe you have been climbing for years and you are climbing V0 and V1, or maybe you took some time off from your climbing. Maybe you had an injury or life happened, got in the way, and you took some years off or you've been climbing on and off and you're getting back into it. Realize that Climbing at V0, V1 does not just mean that you're just starting out. You could be climbing for years. You, like I mentioned, be coming back in. It does not mean that you are just starting out. So we do need to get that out of the way and be said because realize as a V0, V1 climber, you do matter and you do deserve to be here. You do deserve to be climbing and hold up space for whatever, how long you have been climbing for, you do deserve to be here and you deserve to be recognized and you deserve to be celebrated, okay? And it is so important for you to realize that no matter where you are in your climbing journey, okay? You need to be recognized for the accomplishments and for the fact that you are trying hard, Okay, especially if you've been climbing now for a little while or maybe you're just getting back into it, you are trying hard. Or if you're just starting out, you are also trying hard. Do not disregard that. I don't know if that's the correct word that I'm looking for, but do not disregard that. Just because of the grade of the climbs that you are climbing, you do not disregard how much work and trying hard and learning that you are putting in because you are putting in a lot of work and you deserve to celebrate that. 
Okay, so if you are on Instagram, do not feel embarrassed or feel concerned about sharing your wins, about sharing your stoke for the climbs that you are climbing. Post when you send that V0, post when you send that V1, post when you send the project, post when you are struggling on one of your climbs and you're getting stuck at a part. Post, share it, celebrate it, share your struggles, share your wins, because they do deserve to be celebrated. Because you are a climber, okay? You accomplishing it, especially if this is something that you've been working at for a very long time, let's say you send your first V1 outside and you've been working at this for so long, because guess what? V1 boulders outside, especially in fucking Connecticut, they are hard, y'all. They are so hard. It's actually funny. One of my first V1 pluses that I sent outside is now listed on Mountain Project as a V3, V4. Um, So it was definitely sandbag. But oh, man, I was so psyched when I sent that. It was it might have been my first V1. I think actually it was my second one. Because my first V1 was at Frankenrock, and that is actually now listed as a V2 on Mountain Project because Mountain Project changed the way that they do grades. So the average grade of people that vote and log, that's what the grade ends up becoming. So yeah, one of my first V1 Plus is now V3, V4. Motherfuckers. I don't know. I don't know. But that's what I mean. Like V1s are sandbagged and they can be very difficult outside. So if you send it, yo, tell the world that you sent it. You deserve to be celebrated just as much as the person that just sent their 512 do realize that, okay? That is so, so, so important. Do not try to hide, okay? Do not be embarrassed for the grade that you are climbing. Celebrate yourself and be happy. Work hard. And I do also want to recognize that you probably are going to have to deal with people being like, oh, that's just a V0. And unfortunately, that is the true reality But realize they have something in their head, something inside of them that it has to do with worth of climbing and what they perceive to mean as being a climber. And it is a very toxic, a toxic mindset and a lot of insecurities within them. So they're projecting their own insecurities and toxicity, I guess is the word that I'm, I hope those are the correct words that I'm trying to use about what it means to be a climber and what it means to be able to celebrate as a climber. That is on them. So I do want to recognize that because you probably will. And I am so sorry for that. And I still hope though, despite what you may experience from those climbers, you are still able to see that you yourself are a climber and you do also deserve to be celebrated and deserve to share your accomplishments and stoke as a climber, okay? Because and we're 
are taking a little break from this episode to let you all know if you have been enjoying Face the Climb podcast, if you've been able to take little climbing gems out of these episodes and start implementing into your climbing and see an improvement in your climbing, if you have found that this podcast has helped you look at climbing in a different lens and also go about your climbing differently and just help you understand that yes, what you are going through is valid in your climbing, no matter what grade that you are climbing at. And if you've been feeling those things, enjoying this podcast, and are looking for a way to support, you can do so by going down into the show notes and clicking on the buy me a cup of coffee link. That is buymeacoffee.com backslash face the climb. Again, that is buymeacoffee.com backslash face the climb. If you are looking for a way to do a reoccurring support for this podcast, then you can also choose that option by going down into the show notes and choosing the Buzzsprout subscriptions. Ah, absolutely appreciate your support so much and cannot thank you all enough. Seriously, that is, again, two separate ways that you can support this podcast. The first is by going to buymeacoffee.com backslash face the climb and or doing the Buzzsprout subscriptions. You can find both of those down in the show notes. And again, I cannot thank you all enough for the sport. I absolutely love podcasting. Now we'll get back to the rest of the episode. You doing so will also inspire others that are at your climbing ability, climbing level to also share and step out of those thoughts that they are having around the grade that they are climbing at and be able to also then share and celebrate their wins and their struggles and realize that they too are climbers and deserve to be here in the climbing world, okay? And do realize I will also be rooting for you in the back corner, screaming, and if I do know you personally, I'll be rooting you no longer in the back corner, front row seat, like, being like, let's go, yes, yes, uh, I do have an amazing athlete that I've worked now with for a while, and she has been starting to send V-Zeros outside, and oh man, I am so fucking happy for her, that is huge, she has come such, such, such a long way, especially with the mental aspect And I will celebrate her all the time, headlines, because fuck, she has put in so much work and do realize, and that's what I want to make sure that comes across with this podcast episode to the dear V0, V1 climber, you are putting in so much fucking work. And so because of that, you do deserve to show up and share and celebrate and do know that you too are a climber. So with that being said, something that will help you progress in your climbing is step outside your comfort zone when you are at the climbing gym. What I mean by this is do not get locked in to thinking that you can only get on V0s or V1s. Hop on V2s. Hop on V3s. Try out the harder climbs, even if you can only do a couple moves at a time. That is actually limit bouldering, okay? So that would be limit bouldering. But do realize when you are doing this, because you are giving it your all, you should be giving 100% max effort, 
Make sure you're taking rest in between your climbs. Seriously, I cannot say that enough. Make sure you are taking rests. And this also goes to say, like, don't get stuck into just using the same color holds. If you follow me on Instagram, I just made a reel about this. When you are at that level, you are probably only seeing certain hold types, like certain handholds and footholds, which I'll go and mention a little bit later in next next section in this episode, uh, is so to expose yourself to other holds, climb on any color holds, okay? Expose yourself to crimps, but maybe using larger footholds. Expose yourself to slopers because you do need to expose yourself to these handholds to get better at them which these handholds tend to be on the harder climbs. And with that, maybe it's you want to start working more on crimps. You'll find your find some crimpy climbs on the slab wall. So uh, friendlier terrain to start working on harder f- handholds, but using any footholds that are possible. That also goes with slopers. That would be a great way to start exposing yourself to harder holds that you would not be seeing generally on V0s and V1s. There's also a dimension if, you know, a very, I am a huge fan of the training boards. If you have a kilter board at your climbing gym, kilter boards, especially the ones that are adjustable, they do have V0s and V1s. Now, are they actually all truly V0s and V1s? No, you will have to play around a little bit. But you can also create your own climbs on these boards as well. This will also help build up that strength that you would not necessarily be seeing on the regular set climbs because, yes, these holds are going to be different, especially the kilter board holds. They tend to be a little bit more slopey, okay? So they tend to be a little bit more slopey. So that will also help build up your sloper strength and contact strength to help you progress in your climbing. Or maybe if you have a spray wall kind of going along with using any color holds or color tape, if you have a spray wall, go play on the spray wall and just create up some of your own climbs. Start getting creative, okay? This is definitely a good time to work on beta reading and learning to climb for yourself. So then you aren't just trapped inside the root setters box. And this will help you start building up knowing what works for your body and what doesn't, but also, again, exposing you to different sets of holds that you may not be used to, especially if your climbing gym is more sparse on the bouldering route, so it's not a high-density amount of holds on the wall. When you have a high-density amount of holds, you're able to do smaller moves on more difficult holds, so you aren't having to use as much power, which you're probably struggling at right now if you're climbing at this level. So when you have more high-density walls, you're able to make smaller moves, so you don't need as much power, and you're able to build up more strength, more contact strength, and expose yourself to these holds or these smaller footholds especially. So step outside your comfort zone there. Try the harder climbs on the wall. Also check out the kilter board or create your own climbs and check out the spray wall. That will help so, so, so much, okay? And kind of going along how I mentioned earlier, something to talk about is And we're going to take a little break from this episode because I want you, while whatever you are doing right now, to imagine. To imagine how it would feel to finally send your project. 
how it would feel to walk up a climb, walk up to a climb that you know that you deserve to be at, to flash a grade that you used to struggle at, to be able to come up with different beta options that you had never thought of before, to commit to those scary moves, to finally climb dynamically, to actually feel and see a progression in your climbing when you've hit that plateau. How would it feel? Think about those questions and truly imagine how it would feel to accomplish all of those said things. Because that feeling is possible. It actually is possible whether you believe it or not. But the question is, how do you get there? Well, coaching helps a lot. Coaching provides you structure, the accountability, support, the training needed. But on your end, there's that deep desire to finally reach those feelings. So if you're ready to take that next step and reach those feelings, and you're ready to do this and dive in, shoot me a DM over at Instagram at facetheclimb or send me an email, jen at facetheclimb.com. Because right now, I am currently taking on more athletes, and it has been so exciting to be able to onboard a couple more athletes over these past few weeks while still being able to work with the athletes that I've been working at. And I'm here to tell you that feeling that pops into your head as you imagine those those questions and actually accomplishing those things, that feeling is possible. And coaching sure as hell will help get you there faster, as it has for all of the athletes that I have worked with. So again, if you're ready to take that step and reach that desire and finally feel that feeling, shoot me a DM over at Instagram, face the climb, and we'll get back to the rest of the episode. A real big struggle at this level for V0 and V1 climbers, truthfully, is the setting. And I am so sorry for this. I apologize to you all that are climbing this level because, you know, and I was once a root setter and this is actually, I really struggled with this at the beginning of my career as a root setter and I am so sorry for that, is a lot of times climbing gyms, they won't put the extra effort in to setting V0s and V1s. They'll just end up making them be a ladder and that's not okay. And I really hope that setters start changing this. There are some climbing gyms that are absolutely amazing at setting V0s and V1s with creativity. And, you know, there will be heel hooks because, yes, heel hooks can be in a V0, V1. Is it difficult to set? Yes, but if you're on the right terrain and you have the right holds, it can totally be doable. And I do see this is a... A, I don't know the correct word, not a weakness, a blind spot maybe. There's a word for it, but I can't think of it right now. There definitely is like a blind spot for this. And you as a V0, V1 climber, unfortunately, just end up getting a lot of ladders. You don't get interesting, thought-provoking climbing. And I am so sorry for that. I really hope that the setting industry does try to focus more on setting more creative and fun climbs and using fun holds, like totally like using volumes and everything. And I will say, I do see gyms, setters every once in a while that have a great V0, V1. Um, there are gyms that really do focus on this and that is great. But hopefully, you know, the gym that you're climbing at 
does do this already or is working towards it. But I do want to apologize for this because it is unfortunately a reality if you are climbing at this level. Um, And I do want to say I'm so sorry for that. But that's also why, you know, trying harder climbs or sticking to a color hold, but just the hands, but any feet will really start jogging that brain of yours and the creativity and get you on more interesting and fun movement. Um, That is so important. Oh, I'm sorry. There's a dog barking. (laughs) I am dog sitting, so I apologize. But yeah, I do want to apologize for that. Um, I am. It's something that makes me really sad and makes me very frustrated in the climbing industry, especially in climbing gyms. And then that's also goes to mention is depending on your gym, you may be stronger than you think, okay? I used to manage head roots at a climbing gym, you know, and this was part of, I was a head root setter, so this was part of it. Um, I was part of that was some gyms do set harder than others, you know, the whole sandbag thing. Um, so do realize, like, depending on the climbing gym that you're at, the more, I guess you could say sandbag climbing gyms tend to be more old school, I was definitely at one of those, and they set more towards similarly to outdoor grading, so it tends to be a little bit harder. So you may actually be stronger than you think, but at the same time, you if once you get transitioning to outdoors, do realize when you transition to outdoors, it's going to be a lot more difficult than what you are doing and climbing in the climbing gym as a little heads up. But that does not mean that you can't climb outside. You definitely can. And that kind of goes into, there are absolutely amazing banger V0s and V1s outdoors. Uh, Like some of the ones that I've done in the Northeast at the Gunks Boulder of Gods, V0, um, again, Gunk Suzie A, V1, absolutely amazing climbs. There's in CT Raining Red Rock, uh, that's, I believe, in Mystic Area. It's an amazing V1. And then Lincoln Woods, uh, if you are in the Northeast and you're in, like, the V0, V1 range, try and get to Lincoln Woods. Lincoln Woods has endless amounts of V0s and V1s. And such a good concentration of them and good V0s and V1s that are good introductory to outdoor climbing. And it's also just such an accessible area and place. It's flat walking. All the boulders are on trails, very easy to find. You can get um, the guide through the Gunks app. You can also, Mountain Project is very good. But it's also a great place if you're going with other climbers of other climbing abilities, then you're able to hop on a V0 while your friend may be hopping on a V5. So it is so good in that aspect, but there is this amazing V0 up in Mackenzie Pond in the Adirondacks I got on called Popsicle, another amazing one, you know. And I've only also climbed in Red Rock for bouldering, and that had some good ones like, was it Poker Chips, an amazing V0, V1 Traverse, uh, the Spreader, another amazing V0. They do exist. You need you. They do exist. Do you realize that, okay? There are amazing bangers of V0s and V1s in the outdoors. I cannot say that enough. But, of course, it is going to be a little more difficult, okay? That is important to say. And another thing to work on to help you progress in your climbing is, at this level, really focus on building up your technique and footwork, okay? That is going to help 
so, so much. So then you aren't just relying on pure strength or your upper body. And one of my favorite drills, if you're climbing at this level for climbers and my athletes is sticky feet. So wherever you put your foot is how you have to move off of it. Are you allowed to pivot? Yes. And to pivot on a foothold, you need to place your use your toe on the foothold. If you use the inside or outside of your foot, then it locks your hips. So you have to place your toe and wherever you place it is how you have to move off of it, but you are allowed to pivot. So this really makes you focus on where you're placing your foot, watching your foot, and being intent intentional with how you are placing your foot. And then also a thing, one thing technique-wise that will help you tremendously is learning to flag. Flagging is huge. So if you don't know what flagging is, flagging is um, putting one of your legs out against the wall to counterbalance your weight because your center of gravity, think about it as your center of gravity being around your hips. And we want to balance out our weight so then we don't feel off balance and we are able to move to the next hold efficiently and feels more securely. So flagging. And if you aren't sure what flagging is, I will add a video of flagging in the show notes. Um, So check that out. So those are two things that are a great place to start to work on your footwork and technique. But there are so many, so, so, so many. And I am going to be releasing my... um, I'm rebranding it all and doing it a little bit differently back from the feedback I got from the first round earlier in the year, but going to be releasing the foundational climbing skills and technique course soon, I believe, in May. So keep a lookout for that. And that will be super helpful for you if you're climbing at this level along with other climbing levels because it's focusing all on climbing technique, climbing technique drills, different... um, wall angles, skills, so climbing skills as well, mental on the wall skills. It is going to be great if you are climbing at this level to help you progress. And the other thing that I kind of want to wrap it up with is, oh man, climbing at this level, enjoy the ride, y'all. Enjoy the ride of climbing and try to keep that stoke high kind of like what I mentioned before, is just do, I cannot say this enough, please recognize you are a climber. You deserve to be here. You deserve to share your stoke, share your struggles just as much as the 513 climber, okay? You are no less worthy than a harder climber that climbs harder. You are, you are not I'm not unworthy. It's not, not, maybe that's not the word. I'm trying to, I'm so bad with words, trying to think of the words on the spot, but do just recognize that you deserve to be here and do know that dear V0, V1 climber, you are a climber. I cannot say that enough. So I really hope that if you are climbing at this level, you kind of got some tidbits out of this to help you progress onto the next and just really recognize that you are a climber and hopefully this reinforces that in your mind and recognize that you deserve to share the stoke and your struggles and everything. They are valid and they are worthy and you are worthy as a climber. And yeah, 
I just, that's all I got. That's like pretty much um, how I kind of want to wrap this up because I can't, I just can't say it enough. Fuck, you belong, all right? You belong, dear V0, V1 climber. You belong. And with that, in good old podcast fashion, we are out. Thanks for listening to another Face the Climb podcast episode. It has been a pleasure having you here. And if you're looking for more ways to dive into lifting and strength training, definitely go check out the free lifting guide, which you can find down in the show notes and or on my website, www.facetheclimb.com. This is the guide to set yourself up for success in the weight room and doing it with confidence. We dive into how to build up strength. We dive into auto-regulation, sets and reps, progressive overload to help you build that strength through educational videos. But then we also dive into how a bunch of how to do exercise videos like deadlifts, rows, bench press for barbells and dumbbells. This is guide is jam-packed with information and an amazing resource if you're looking to get into lifting. And of course, make sure you go and follow me on Instagram at face the climb. I would love to see you there and have conversations. All right. Have a good rest of your day, y'all.